This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, it's a fresh new week on the Colleen and Bradley show and everywhere, really. Give it to us, Holly. Hi, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. How is everyone? Great. Good. It's Monday. We're here and uh, we are, it is a fresh week, as I said, and it is a new week with the Queen's Jubbly behind us. And as programs, and I like uh, Jelly Babies from my favorite science fiction show, Doctor Who. That's a candy. Um, Thank you. Thank you for letting us know that it's not actually jelly babies baby. of jelly or jelly. Anyway, yes. Uh, the moral of the story is I like things British. And so it should come as no surprise that I also like Queens. Um, but nothing makes you feel more American than watching the uh, platinum jubbly concert at the palace that took place on Saturday. That is both a good and a bad thing. And I can explain to that. Explain to that. I can explain to that to you, uh, as I endeavor will to do. But I'm sure you also have questions. And I'm here as the royal correspondent to not really know much other than what I saw with my own eyes. Okay, well, so I didn't see it with my own eyes. So having been the seer of the Jubblies, uh, Bradley, mm. set the stage yeah. literally for us. Yeah. So they had these like three stages in front of Buckingham Palace by the statue. I mean, you could see the statue of Queen Victoria sort of like uh, just like staring out into the world you know kind of unconcerned which was like a weird juxtaposition because then you'd have like people be bopping around like hey anyway so you had three stages set up in this huge space in front of buckingham palace hundreds tens of thousands of people were there down the mall as they call it so Mm -hmm. just think like big long street full of people festooned with finery and british bits and pieces flags etc and uh what kicked things off, I think, just delighted me in a way that nothing else really delighted me following that. Okay, so, so that's, you know, that tells us a lot. <laughs> so I would like to play for you about a minute, and, and it's going to go somewhere. So it's going to sound like you're going to hear something, and then it's going to get kind of boring, and then it's going to come back, and I'm going to tell you that what kicked off the Platinum Jubbly Palace at the concert at the Palace on Saturday was the Queen herself. Oh! She uh, pulled a fast one on everyone. Nobody knew that this was going to happen, but the Queen showed up on video. Okay. With a very famous character. I'm just going to tell you because you can't see anything. It's Paddington Bear. The Queen and Paddington Bear did uh, a bit at the beginning of the concert and um, let's let's have a listen if we can, Holly. And it, it it should start at the right place, and it goes for about a minute. Enjoy, Her Majesty. Perhaps you would like a marmalade sandwich. I always keep one for emergencies. 
So do I. I keep mine in here. It's in a bag. Oh, thank you. Because for later. And now the crowd goes wild because they're like, it's the queen, the queen, and the crowd goes wild. The butler looks out the window. The party is about to start, Your Majesty. Now wait for it. Happy Jubilee, man. And thank you for everything. Just warms my heart. That's very kind. Wait for it. Oh, nice. Now that's happening live. Wait for it. Oh, they they cut the audio at the best part. What you what you didn't hear? Waiting for it. Waiting for what it. What you didn't hear was the uh, the queen and Paddington take their spoons and clank them on the side of their tea glasses oh, to the beat of um, "We will rock you." We will rock you. Oh, that's so cute. And then live, Queen and Adam Lambert kick off the platinum jubbly celebration at the the palace concert on Saturday. And honestly, like uh, hearing that again, I was like, oh, it just makes what he goes. Thank you for all you've done. I mean, I, I am just, choked up. Uh, I'm just, oh. I get so emotional. Anyway, that to me was the most emotional part of the evening. Other people probably had their favorites. I will tell you though. You know, I started this conversation telling you that nothing made me feel more American than watching this concert because it was a like weird psychedelic mix up of like random British groups, some of which like obvious, right? Like Queen, you understand. Right. right? Sure. That makes sense. Um, and, you know, Rod Stewart and um, some like newer acts that I didn't even know that were great. All great music. Right. But it was all very disjointed. So it was very like. You've got, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber and then Rod Stewart and then somebody else. There was no sort of, you know, and then it kicked, it, it ends it all with Diana Ross, who, again, living legend, icon, amazing. Mm-hmm. She's going to be at the State Fair uh, this year. I mean, from the palace to the Minnesota State right? Fair. I mean, it only gets better sense. for her. So, like, all those things are wonderful. But when you watched them together, it just kind of was like a weird like well it's the way you just described it makes it feel to me like there was nobody in charge of flow mm. and oh, quick question yeah, yeah, logistic yeah. question yeah. you said that there were three stages so were they just like bebopping yep. from stage to just stage boom 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 okay boom, so boom. in that regard obviously they put thought toward how do we how do we keep a show going without having to strike and reset over and over yep. again right yeah great but you're but for example, when you go to a wedding, yeah. a wedding DJ knows <laughs> that the way We just that needed you, a good wedding DJ for the, the party at the palace. True, because you roll in slow. You mm-hmm. roll in, you bring in the oldies first, yep. right? Because the older crowd is probably going to be there right at the beginning, but then they're going to peace out mm-hmm. at some point, and then you ramp it up, Yeah, right? You go from slow to party. You throw in a couple things that might be a little bit... Was this your wedding? Is that what you're telling us? No, I... <laughs> Yes, okay. but really, like truly, if you talk to a wedding DJ, they'll yeah. tell you that that they have a they have a, an actual method to how they plot out the music, and maybe they throw in a couple like pearl clutching moments uh, early on yeah. to move the oldsters along. But <laughs> it, but clearly, there wasn't thought toward how does the music flow into each other. Yeah, I just what yeah, a bizarre concert. Yeah, to me it was like there's a lack of story t- or there was an element of storytelling that was missing from the party at the palace. Now look, they were probably like 
The woman has survived the throne for 70 years. We don't care about your need for a story right now. <laughs> that is enough. Like, I'm fine with that, right? But just, like, as a person who watches things for a living, you know, we t- and we like to give our opinions yeah. and judge accordingly. It, the thing that I found most re- uh, reflective of my opinion was that there was this uh, montage where they had dancers and, like, some, like, DJ spun uh, not covers, but like they would actually spit like, so they started with the Beatles, uh-huh. right? And they kind of did this progression through the decades of British music. Like mixed together, like a montage. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, when the 90s showed up, who do you think was there? The Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. Obviously. Exactly. So, and that I got really like, a, like I got the tingles because you could feel, you know, because there's a story, like you identify, yeah. you're doing, you're in it, you're doing it. Whereas like, you know, you have just here's a performer and then quick look over to this side of the stage there's another performer and then quick you know look yeah. over here there wasn't that like thread of a story so that to me just indicated like i think there was perhaps maybe not as much thought which is weird because i thought don't you think for like the queens like let's well, say the institution wasn't... oh go ahead no, i'm sorry just really quickly like the queens uh, the pre- the institution of the presidency of the united states if we were honoring that as an institution mm-hmm. right don't you think we would be able to pull together like i don't know the actual spice girls whatever the equivalent would be over right. here right whereas they were just playing like clips of the spice girls yeah well and and here's the other thing about it is i this is the thing that i keep thinking this concert wasn't for the queen meaning it wasn't like she was sitting front row like jamming out to elton john yeah although really quickly prince charles just to let you know like he was like hey guys she's at windsor palace which is like 20 miles away if you scream real loud my mommy can hear you oh and everyone was like no i don't think she can yeah also she's probably in bed it's 20 miles away okay go on (laughs) anyway but you know this wasn't for the queen this was for the people to celebrate the queen yes and keeping that in mind you'd think that maybe they would have to your point, thought of a way to draw a thread through that tells more of a story mm-hmm. that brings you on a journey. But maybe they maybe they just televised a weird concert. I think they did, because I will tell you, televising weird stuff was kind of the theme for the the week of like as an American, uh-huh. again, who, you know, lover of some things British, um, you know, from afar, from a distance. Right. Um, like. Everything we watched, did you like you didn't see the beacon lighting, did you? Mm-mm. I imagine not. Most no. people did not. It was like this, like they had beacons all over the United Kingdom and Commonwealth. So like these like torches would get lit up simultaneously. I mean, it sounds beautiful. Sounds interesting. But like they had the queen roll up and press like um like a, uh, what do you call like that? A, like a magic eight ball. Uh-huh. There was like this magic, like fluorescent magic eight ball and she just showed up and went boop and then some lights lit up and everybody's like we and then this big treat i did not understand anything that was going on same with the <laughs> the the parade that they had uh, the jubbly parade on on uh sunday i saw the hologram did, of the old her it was very or the young like, her i should say and they had like daleks rolling through and people on bikes i was like i don't know what we're doing right now but they're loving it so yeah you know what and good on them <laughs> Good on them. Enjoy your jubbly. Yes, enjoy your jubbly. The hologram thing with the queen. It was like, okay, sure. Why not? And then people waving back to it. I know. Like she was real. It's not real. It's like it was a movie. Also, 
they kept on calling it a hologram. It did not look like a hologram. It looked like a TV screen or like some sort of projection screen on the side of the buggy. Well, and they did a lot of, there was a lot of... So less impressive is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) Um, In addition, like they they showed a lot of stuff, like Elton John performed at the concert, but he was literally in a video, which they just, it was video shown on Buckingham Palace. And I was like, the dude could, I mean, I know that he's touring, but again, 70 years on the throne, don't we feel like you could roll up for that? I don't know. I wonder. Listen, I have like a whole conspiracy theory with Elton John and Candle in the Wind and his friendship with Princess Diana that maybe like it was a snub or like Mm. he's maybe not allowed. I don't know. It's pure fiction that I've created in my own Mm. imagination. Well, I'd like Um, to go on that journey. Well, you just do that true crime podcast, right? Um Well, I'm sorry that it was lackluster, but I'm glad for the queen that now she can rest, put her feet up, and enjoy that her jubbly happened. Exactly. And for us on this side of the pond, it just goes to show that our fairy tales are better than the real thing. So sometimes don't, you know, don't meet your heroes. Exactly. (laughs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, another uplifting thought from Bradley Trainer. When we return, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Holly's going to bring us a dirt alert. He's back. Is a my talk dirt alert. All the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Hals? Hey, hey, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to the dirt alert. Oh my gosh, you oh my sound God. like my feelings. Okay. You sound like my colon. Oh, okay. I don't know what that meant. I, neither do I. <laughs> It's real mellow. Uh, yeah, real mellow. Not well, doing much right now. Well, that's great. I'm glad. <laughs> um, let's talk about the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Yeah, you know, this kind of snuck up on us. Like, you know, we used to be so like on it, in it to win it with the award ceremonies. This one, I feel like, kind of fell off the radar. This is the one where MTV gives out golden popcorn statues. It used to just be the MTV Movie Awards, but since, you know, TV has kind of come up uh, throughout the years and its influence, they get golden popcorns, too. Now, this was hosted by Vanessa Hudgens. She's kind of making a name for herself in the world of television hosting. Good for I her. I mean, it's a good gig. If you can get it, ask Mario Lopez. Oh, my uh-huh. goodness. Yes, Mario Lopez. Uh, so she hosted last night from an air airport hangar in Santa Monica. And some of the big winners, Spider-Man No Way Home, was... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
the best movie of the year. Best show was Euphoria. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards going to Jennifer Lopez with the Generation Award. And Bethany Frankel, the Reality Royalty Award. So good time. Was Bethany um, Frankel, Royalty I, Reality Sorry, award. I was just speechless on that one. Yes. Is that a new one? Yes. Okay. This was all part of the unscripted MTV Movie Awards, which was a secondary ceremony that happened after the regular ceremony. Oh my gosh. You guys, how, why are they taking it so seriously? Well, remember when these, remember when we took the MTV Video Music Awards very seriously? Yes. And remember when we, it, yeah, the, when we watched movies on a regular basis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not only that, in theater, <clears throat> excuse me, in theaters. Oh, he gets yeah, choked up. I he do. I, it's so very much. emotional. Uh, yeah, well, the MTV Movie and TV Awards is one of those things where I definitely need to ask people who are younger than us, does this even matter? Mm. Is this something that's a destination for you to watch? Is it a barometer about what's popular to you? Mm-hmm. Does it actually resonate? I need to have a focus group with you know, some of these folks. It's I, an interesting focus I group. I can't give you the focus group, but what I can give you is uh, a mom of three tween tween teens. Hey, that's a, that's a good focus group. And I will tell you, I don't even think they know or care what MTV is. Yeah. Oh. So if there was something like this that was on TikTok or YouTube, maybe they'd care. But MTV even is a little bit irrelevant to them. Sure. Well, I wonder though if that the, it's irrelevant to them as a thing. But that the people that they are interested in are connected in some way to that thing. Meaning, mm-hmm. MTV might be behind some of the like celebrities that they're actually familiar with. Yeah, they just don't see MTV as sort of that cultural. It's not out front like it was for us. Institution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there are plenty of stars walking the red carpet at the MTV Movie and TV Award. You know, and Vanessa Hutchins, Jennifer Lopez, uh, the cast of Euphoria, including Sydney Sweeney, Olivia Rodrigo, who is definitely popular with the kids right now. Paris Hilton was there, Nicole Richie, Kristen Cavallari, Tasha Adams. You know, there was a lot of folks who... TikTok have, stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I bet there was TikTok stars. And I wouldn't know because I'm not familiar with What them. year was it, do you guys think, when we stopped understanding who people were on stage, other than perhaps the Oscars and the oh. Golden Globes? Hold on. I, I bet I can pinpoint it exactly. 2017. Okay. I pulled that out of nowhere. I was going to say, that sounded <laughs> it very feels, convincing. It feels pretty recent. Um, and it feels like it probably was a little bit with the dawn of TikTok. Because even even YouTube celebrities, we still kind of had a an awareness of. Yeah. It's the TikTok piece. If you're not a person who spends a lot of time on TikTok. Yeah. And it's not necessarily an age thing always, but I Mm -hmm. would say the general trend is it's an age thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looking at the red carpet from the MTV Movie and TV Awards, uh, definitely there are a lot of folks that you would recognize, including but not limited to Snoop Dogg. He was there. We also had um, you know, just people from TV who aren't necessarily TikTok yeah. focused, mm-hmm. but you know, watch out because we're getting the Addison Rays and Charlie D'Amelios and etc. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh, moving on from that, Adam Sandler was on Good Morning America today, and he had a black eye. Oh, no, what, what happened? happened? Oh dear! Apparently, he was trying to get out of bed. He kicked up his feet, untuck his bed sheets in the middle of the night to get his phone, which caused his phone to go no. flying and hit him in the head. No, this is not a real story. That doesn't sound real for most people, but that it sounds something like I like totally something I would do in my life and probably have done. 
Now, Colleen, George Stephanopoulos was on your team saying that that's the most elaborate black eye story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. That just feels uh, like too many details. And it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, but Adam Sandler said there's nothing cool about this thing, pointing to his mm. black eye. Now, he has a new movie on Netflix that premiered over the weekend called Hustle. Oh, okay. Did not know that. It's but a, he's a prolific uh, filmmaker now. Yeah. I he, mean, as compared to what he used to be doing. Well, he has a big deal with Netflix. And Adam Sandler movies on Netflix are very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, that story sounds as believable as the story that Jimmy Fallon once tried to get us to believe about how his finger got broken. Oh, mm-hmm. remember that? Yes. Like that something got hooked on his wedding ring. Oh yeah. I yeah. just, it all, it yeah. seems like something a very creative person would come up with that would be like, it was so outlandish. You yeah. wouldn't even believe it. And I'm like, because I don't. It wasn't like I was at an after party for my movie yeah. hustle and well, I slipped. And- yeah. You've got children. And the thing we know about children is they can come up with some doozies. So yeah. You have to be on high doozy alert. Always. And high duty alert. Oh, well. That's, look, I'm 46 with no kids. 47. Oh, no. When we return, and I'm on duty alert constantly. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, thank you, Holly, for those uh, that thank dirt you. alert. We're going to do some blind items after this. Seven. Well, we love to solve pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Wow. Uh, and we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them. In this segment, we cleverly call Blinded by the Item. Yep. Blinded by the Another batch of celebrity gossip mysteries. Spooky, scary. Ooh, yum. Wouldn't that be nice, a bowl of that right now? Yeah, they need to put that on the shelves. I don't know if I've ever had Count Chocula. What? Have you had Booberry? Uh-uh. I swear we had Booberry. We had one of them for cheat day. We had Fruity Pebbles once, because I'd never had those. I do not recall the Booberry. Are you sure? No. Okay. Well, I'm putting that in the tickler <laughs> file for when those reemerge on the shelves. Tickle your tonsils with those tasty tidbits. Oh, hey! Well done. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. It's been revealed. There is nothing that has been learned which would clear this actor in the death of his wife. Mm. The powers that be just know he's going to die soon. And short of a confession, no, they are not going to arrest him. So they, quote unquote, cleared him. Oh, Robert, Robert Wagner. Wagner. Somebody tell Lo-J. They're going to need to talk about that okay. later today. So there's nothing that has been learned which would clear Robert Wagner in the death of his late wife, Natalie Wood. The powers that be just know that Robert Wagner is going to depart this realm soon. And short of a How confession, well, you know, just probably looking at his actuarial chart. And so they're not going to arrest him. So the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department cleared Robert Wagner. (laughs) Okay, I like the way Bradley asked, how do they know that? Because I definitely got the sense that there might be something a little more nefarious about that blind item. (laughs) Like they were like, he's going to die soon. He's going to die soon. No, I just think, you know. He's just getting up there. Yeah, he's just getting up there. It's done. Robert Wagner will never be charged in Natalie Wood's murder. He's going to do a victory lap on this. Right? Or is he? Because apparently <laughs> he might not get the chance. I'm sorry, I don't like, I don't want to laugh in the face of death, haha. So, or maybe I do. Yes, laugh in the face of death, haha. I'm just saying, I don't, this is, I mean, okay, it's not going to change anything. Yeah, no, you're right. 
I mean, but it's his. Uh, you would imagine it's his. It's her sister. Sister, yeah, right? It's the been... sister that's still pushing to find out what actually happened. And you would imagine it's very important to her and to Natalie Wood's family. And if you believed that he was the cause of it, you don't care that nobody's going to... Like, it, it, this won't be a resolution. No, but you know what? I guarantee you that there will be a push for some sort of deathbed confession. Mm. Isn't that weird? Don't you... Like, wouldn't you want to tell... Like, at a certain point? Oh, my... Okay, I... Listen, I just read a whole book about... A whole book? Yes, congratulations to me. No, (laughs) I just finished a book... Stay in school, kids. ...about a woman who lived with a huge secret Mm. for the majority of her life until things started to unravel and then she had to face the secret. Mm. And I just thought the energy that it must have taken this fictional woman in my fictional book to live a complete and total secret for the many, many years she did... My conscience could not hold that. I mean, this is how you know I would never murder someone. Exactly. It wouldn't be well. At least it, we could say it wouldn't be cold blooded. You know, I've seen enough detective shows where it's like or premeditated. That's the word, right? Like you could see where people like fly off the handle and something horrible happens. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I just could never do that because I couldn't make it to ninety two and like never have been like, well. It was awkward. It was a little weird. You know what I mean? Like, not even give a hint that there's something wrong. And not only that, but, like, outright deny that you had anything to do with it. Like, look the person's family in the face and be like, no, I didn't do that. Oof. Maybe he didn't, but if he did, now would be a good time to come clean, Mm -hmm. Robert. Sure. (laughs) Sorry, that was a journey. That was a journey. Um... I guess I'm of the mindset that we're never going to hear anything about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, right. We should probably go to Christopher Walken. <gasps> because remember, he was the other person yeah. involved and we don't hear anything oh, from yes, him. Yes. I, I, so, now listen, I want, to, I want to learn how to hypnotize people and get in their faces. Because somebody, somebody knows something. Well, you know. that. Uh, no, I don't. That's why I want to do it. He, he actually had talked to Robert Wagner and Robert was supposed to give him a jingle uh, recently, and Robert Wagner. What are you? you Robert on. Wagner said, "Why aren't you calling?" Okay, okay, that was a Saturday Night Live. That was a whole journey. <laughs> Sorry, that was one of my favorite. Why aren't you calling? Why aren't you calling when he was on Saturday Night Live? Anyway, thank you. Here's another blind item that's been revealed. Solve this, Colleen and Bradley. The recent departure of this A-list actress from a dystopian streaming show based on a book was a firing rather than a quitting. There were certain requirements to stay employed, and the actress chose to not follow one of those requirements. Oh. I mean, it sounds like a, what's the ladies with the habits on? That's that would be Handmaid's Tale. It sounds like a Handmaid's Tale thing, but I don't know who left the Handmaid's Tale or who was fired. Neither do I actually. Uh, it was announced last week that this person would be departing the show. Is that Aunt Lydia? No. Okay, good. Because I don't. Is I can't the, see like, her misbehaving. Creepy one. Uh, no, this person is not creepy, Colleen. I'm looking in your direction. <gasps> I got. Let go from the show. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, no, but I know that you're a fan of this I person's am. work. Oh, Taylor Swift. Uh, 
Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold I don't on. know who's on the show. Not necessarily in The Handmaid's Tale, which I, but uh-huh. I know that you watch the show and you may be fond of her work on this show. But there is another show, Colleen, that this person starred in in the early 2000s that you were a fan of. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Not oh Grey's dear. Anatomy. Oh a- no. Another one. Oh my. Okay. Oh! Gilmore Girl. She got let go? What the heck is her name? I can't get it right now. Amber and Ashley. Alexis. Alexis. Bladell. Her. Carrington. Who's married to, by the way, ooh, this is fun, who's married to Vincent Carthizer, who was, I'm just doing Six Degrees of Alexis Bladell right now, who is married to Vincent Carthizer, who was in Mad Men with Elizabeth Moss, who plays the starring role in Handmaid's Tale. Moving on. Good Hollywood math, Colleen. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's fill in the blank. Oh, yeah. So Alexis Bladell was fired from The Handmaid's Tale rather than quitting. Now, there were certain requirements, according to NT Lawyer, to stay employed on that program, and Alexis Bledel chose not to follow one of those requirements. I want to know what that would be. Dunno. Yeah, no kidding. Huh. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, all right. stay tuned for that. Get to it, Rory Gilmore. Yeah. All right. Do you. Blinded by the item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Please solve the following. The illiterate singing actor is indignant and outraged he was fired from a show. NT Lawyer is indignant that someone who enabled and attended countless parties with Brian Singer and knew what was going on the whole time would be hired for a show. Matthew Matthew Morrison. Morrison. Interesting. Yeah, so Matthew Morrison is indignant and outraged that he was fired from So You Think You Can Dance. However, NT Lawyer is indignant that someone who enabled and attended countless parties with Brian Singer and knew what was going on the whole time would be hired for a show. Listen, I spent a lot of time this weekend being disgusted by Matthew Morrison. Oh, okay. Would you care to share? It's more uh, along the lines of what we talked about last week. And I I was reading through comments where people were like, I don't think it was that big of a deal what he what he texted that woman or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I just thought, gosh, how willing we are to, to listen to certain voices when they, um, when they gaslight us, which is exactly what he was doing. Uh, when he read that text and, you know, on his own Instagram and basically shamed all of us for caring. Um, I just am fascinated by how willing people are to listen to somebody. When they're kind of a gross person. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't feel like this story's over. Oh, it's super not. Listen, I want to hear from the woman he texted, but I don't know that we ever will. <gasps> I know. I, Would we like one? I mean, more? who wants to wade into that nightmare? Mm-mm. Yeah, right. I know. You don't want to attach yourself to that. Mm-hmm. One more blind item for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Blinded by This one's a quickie. It's been revealed. You'll get this. This former A-plus list reality star turned hated celebrity who is making a comeback lost millions on her NFT. Oh. But, no. Uh, Paris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Mm. when Paris Hilton appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and they basically did an infomercial for NFTs? (sighs) Y'all. Well, Paris Hilton allegedly has lost millions of dollars in that scheme. And she's not the only one, I imagine. I don't want to say I told you so. So I will just say, shmai shmold you, shmo. Oh, okay. 
Interesting. I'm pretty sure we were quite aware at the outset that those things were going to be ultimately worthless. Yeah, you know, the the annoying thing is that there are probably a lot of people who've made money off of people's bad choices. I imagine that, like, Paris Hilton is probably going to be just fine. Oh, of course. But I just feel bad about all the people who are like, oh, I want to be just like Paris Hilton. I'm going to spend all my... Oh. And now, you know, have lost money. <sighs> Stick with us. We've Do got- not listen to us for financial advice. No, but but sometimes we know some stuff, so just... <laughs> You know, you figure it out. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's one thing we know. Farrah Abraham went on a full-on paparazzi parade with a new man in her life. We're going to talk about it and what's wrong with it when we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, Bradley Trainer. I have a question for you. Okay, I've got an answer. Do you remember Fair Abraham? But of course I do, that crazy, silly lady person. <laughs> okay, so. Stop stealing! Exactly. Uh, what? Can, just give me like a quick thumbnail sketch mm-hmm. of how you have become acquainted with. With Farrah Abraham. Well, she's the celebrity teen mom lady. Well, she was a teen mom on the TV reality star. And then she had a sex tape, which she said was accidental or unintentional. But it was like with a professional um, adult film actor who does such things and was released by an actual studio. And then she's been able to sort of create this like life for herself beyond that sex tape that just continues to amaze and shock and awe. Okay, pause right there. So what I heard you say was she made a sex tape and tried to pretend like it was a leaked actual sex tape. Correct. But really, it was all arranged from the get-go. Nothing is real and everybody smokes. Well, she's up to her old tricks. Oh! I really kind of think it's the only trick she knows. And honestly, she's doing exactly what every other celebrity does. But the problem is she does it so sloppily and inartfully that it is not even believable. So Farrah Abraham is making headlines because of some, and I'm going to use exact, I'm going to describe them the way the U.S. Sun describes them. Okay, so professionally. Yep. Exclusive new photos obtained by the Sun. Exclusive, which really means what? Nobody else has these photos. And they probably were delivered directly to them by... Fair Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. Uh, there are pictures that look to be taken from behind a tree of Farrah Abraham and this new mystery man that she went on a date with on Friday in Hollywood. Fabulous. Okay. No clue who this guy is. He is not a celebrity of any sort that you would recognize. Yep. And there are pictures of him sitting on a like a park bench. Yeah. And her like sexily sitting on his lap and then jabbing her tongue into his mouth. I mean, it's so obvious, but then, but then, and there's like many of these pictures, right? Yeah. Then I went, I hopped over to a Reddit thread that had captured here. Let me furnish it for you. uh, That had captured One of her Instagram stories that has now either been deleted or has timed out. Okay. Of this very 
incident. Okay. Uh, same guy. Okay. Taken from her camera while she sexily tries to make out with him. And I just want you to watch it live. I'd like to get your... Um, Service temporarily unavailable. Oh, no. Okay. That's not what I was hoping for. Um, the point is this. She is performing a relationship. So you're saying that she is doing this on purpose to get attention. Exactly. Oh, okay. And the thing sounds is, sounds about like, right. It sounds about right for her, but what is different about Farah Abraham from any other celebrity when they do this? Because they do this all the time. Well, and that's sort of a rhetorical question. It's not good. It's just she does it poorly. Yeah, she's very. Um, okay, now it's slowly coming up. I'm looking at it. I'm nope. I'm waiting for it to load. Okay. Everybody must be trying to watch this video. I mean, it's very so popular. Let me know when it shows up uh, and if you're able to watch it. Um, again, it's somebody's screen capture of her actual, um, of her actual, uh, what's it called? Instagram story where she is making out with him. Video that she took of this exact. I was going to say, incident. who's taking the video? She is. Okay. And that's what makes it even more awkward. Um, and the thing about it is like. Oh, this guy is I'm a prop. A, I'm watching. Oh, what? Yeah. She's like weirdly contorted her body such that she can get a selfie in and then you can see him kissing her, I don't know, bosom, chest, decolletage, something up there. It's awkward. And it like is, all things, Farah. And he's a prop. And that's because in a normal, like in another celebrity relationship, the guy would be somebody that you might know. Or you'd be like either he's like a celebrity himself or you can point to why they might be together. But this guy is anonymous. (laughs) He's like, I don't know where she found him. And he is fully there to be a prop in this storyline. If he's there to be a prop and this is very intentional, uh, I would imagine it's only a matter of time before we figure out who this is and what her master plan is. Because. God knows she has some sort of plan, um, whether or not it's, you know, going to get her anywhere. I do find myself now clicking on a story that the sun says I should click on titled uh, boob blunder. Teen mom fair <laughs> Abraham suffers wardrobe malfunction uh-huh. as her schnipples pop out. Uh, is this the one where she was asked to leave a restaurant? No. Oh, okay, this is her on a beach and her schnipples pop out of a very oh tiny bikini in Hawaii. This was back in uh, May. Oh, wait, May 30th. Okay. So yeah. she's- oh, okay. So funny. She's really out there because on May 28th, I read another article uh, recently where she was asked to leave a restaurant because she was not dressed appropriately and she was very angry about it mm-hmm. and posted about it on was, her social media. Mm-hmm. Was she the one that was walking around with the jean purse? No, honey, pers- but, but similar. That was Julia Fox. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because she's, I only say that because in this article of her on the uh, beach with her schnipples popping out, um, she, her bottom bikini is just like a pair of jeans that have been like the oh, crotch gosh. has been cut out. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I you got to like, ventilate. She's, no, she's wearing mm. the crotch. Like that's all that's left of the jeans is the crotch. And she turned it into like a pair of. It looks like actually like a pair of... Uh, anyway, it's a mess. She's a mess. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. She's up to her old tricks, and she's coming fast and furious um, because... I said it. Because she... You are going to start... Mark my words. We are going to start to see an onslaught of Farrah Abraham 
uh, headlines. Choosing my words very carefully I know. at this moment. I know. <laughs> I know, but she is she is she's working on it. Uh she's trying to get herself way back <laughs> sure out she's there. She's trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, she's saying, look, I am uh she went away. Mm-hmm. She did some rehab yep. of a of a certain That's nature, true. Mm-hmm. you know, we, and, which we don't even really know what kind of rehab she went to. No, but she went away for a while, but now she's letting the world know she's back. Absolutely. I mean, listen, just last week we were talking about her booty correction. Yeah. So I'm telling you, you're going to start seeing Farrah Abraham throw everything um, at the wall. <laughs> Literally, she gets a lot of mileage in the sun because from June 3rd. Gone to Farah, Teen Mom fans concerned after her face appears to droop in racy thong photos. Okay. Ooh, I don't even know what that means. For the algorithm. Oh, gosh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, good idea or bad idea? Live holograms. Oh. I will explain to you what this means. Uh, and we'll talk about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.